The HALT method, H-A-L-T, is one of my favorite self-care tools. HALT is an acronym for hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. And we know as HSPs that when these things aren't balanced for us, we really can struggle and it's usually much harder for us to recover and renew than it is for non-HSPs. This method has been a huge game changer for me and it's really so simple to use in your daily routine. So let's chat about how maybe it can help you too. Welcome to the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast, where we meet the joys and challenges of our sensitivity with open minds and hearts to awaken our best highly sensitive selves. Welcome my highly sensitive friends, Tanya here, and today let's talk about the HALT method, H-A-L-T, which stands for Hungry, Angry, Lonely, and Tired. This method originated in the addiction and recovery community, and the idea is really a simple one. It's that many of our harmful choices and impulsive behaviors happen when we're experiencing one of these feelings. And for us as HSPs, we know we're already stressed and overwhelmed in so many aspects of our lives. And so when we're feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, it can quickly wear us down and start to take a toll on our mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So let's talk a little bit more about each one of these and how they can affect us as highly sensitive people. So hunger. I'm sure most of us have been what we would call hangry at some point, right? The combination of hunger and anger, and we can lose track of time, maybe forget to eat, or we're in the middle of a heightened emotional or sensitive state or experience. And because we haven't eaten before we know it, our irritability, frustration, and stress levels are skyrocketing. And these examples don't even begin to scratch the surface for those of us who might be living in poverty or who struggle with daily food insecurities. Scientists have been looking uh, a lot closer at what being hangry actually is, and they're finding that being hungry does in fact affect our emotional well-being. And so even though we might make jokes that we're hangry, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're feeling emotional anger. But when we're hungry, we sometimes reach a tipping point, right? Where we start to have trouble concentrating, we get headaches, we get irritable, and our brain starts to block the production of serotonin, which is the hormone that stabilizes our mood, our emotions, and our overall well-being. And serotonin affects and impacts our entire body, and it allows our brain and nervous systems to communicate with each other. So when we start to realize how easily hunger impacts our overall health, we can start to see how quickly it can affect us as highly sensitive people and our sensitive nervous systems. And if we're already experiencing stress or an emotional event, adding hunger to the equation can definitely lead to stronger mood swings, less control over impulsive behaviors, and our ability to make healthy choices. So some questions we can ask ourselves when we're feeling stressed is maybe, when did I last eat? When did I last drink some water? Am I craving unhealthy foods? Am I physically hungry? Or is my hunger maybe coming from an emotional place? And in an upcoming episode, we'll talk about emotional hunger and what that actually means for us as highly sensitive people. 
So when we move on to the A in anger, anger is usually thought of as a negative thing, right? But it's actually a really normal and healthy emotion. Anger can often be the spark that we need to take positive action in our lives, to stand up for ourselves, and it can lead to positive change in the world for issues like social justice and animal rights. And anger is the part of us that knows that mistreatment and abuse are unacceptable, and it causes us to respond out of kindness to ourselves and out of kindness for others. So we definitely need anger as an emotion. But the problem comes in where we often confuse anger with aggression. And aggression is something that can often result in dangerous behaviors like emotional abuse and threats and physical violence. So if we're feeling angry, the source and intention of this emotion is really an important distinction for us to make as HSPs. Because of our sensitivity and our personal history, we can easily be more vulnerable to negative reactions and emotions that can make it more difficult for us to respond, sometimes in rational and calm ways to situations that we find ourselves in. So the more we focus on developing awareness of our negative emotions and the people and situations that trigger them, the better we can distinguish what emotion, what emotion it is that we're actually feeling. And we can kind of work back from there. Are we feeling frustrated, disappointed, hurt, aggravated, or angry? And when we learn to sit with these emotions, to accept them as they come and examine them from an, more of an outside perspective, we can find their sources so it's easier for us to get off that sometimes seemingly never-ending hamster wheel of emotion. So some questions we can ask ourselves is, are we really feeling angry or are we frustrated? Are we aggravated? Are we overwhelmed? Why are we angry? And are you angry and maybe you don't know why? What are you dealing with at this moment in your life that you find stressful? Is it the situation that's making you feel angry or maybe is it something else that's triggering it in this moment? And what's one small thing you can do when you're in that moment to calm yourself? Maybe it's check in with your breath, maybe step away from the situation. Just one small thing that you can use to pull back and reassess exactly what's going on with you. The next feeling we want to check in with is loneliness. And I know this can be one of the toughest for us as highly sensitive people. We've all experienced loneliness at some time in our lives, and it can happen when we're physically alone, of course, but also sometimes even more frequently when we're with friends and family or in work environments. And a lot of these situations can be some of the loneliness for us as highly sensitive people. And because we're misunderstood and often criticized for our sensitivity, this makes other people feel uncomfortable. And because they lack the sensibility and awareness, we feel more isolated than ever in their presence. And this can make us feel socially awkward and cause us to retreat even more and more from socializing 
unless it's absolutely necessary for us to do so. And many of us are hardcore introverts. I know I am a hardcore introvert. Um, We enjoy being alone or with very small circles of friends, maybe just one or two people that we can always turn to. And let's not forget our beloved furry friends who many times can be our closest confidants and companions. And so we need to distinguish for ourselves the difference between being alone and feeling lonely, which are two very different things. And like everything else, we need to develop a balance that suits our lives, but also have the flexibility and awareness to know when it's time to reach out, to socialize, and to get that connection, and when it's appropriate for us to pull back. And you know, one of the things I love most about being an HSP is that we don't have a lot of time and tolerance for pointless chatter. We choose, when we choose to talk, we have something to say. We want to make connections. We want to learn something about another person or we want to understand the world a little bit better. But we also have to be prepared that many people just aren't looking for a deeper connection or a deeper understanding of us, of the world, and of themselves. They just wanna fill up an empty space or an uncomfortable silence with some noise. And this is often how we can distinguish between who are our people, the ones that we want in our lives, the ones that we want to invest in, and others that we need to just let go. So some questions that we can ask ourselves if we're feeling this way, are, am I lonely or maybe am I just bored? Am I struggling to be alone? And if I am, ask yourself why that might be. When was the last time I took a walk outside or moved and stretched my body? When was the last time I spoke to a trusted friend? When was the last time I socialized? And was it a positive experience or maybe it was a negative one? And what could you maybe choose next time when you're socializing to make it a healthier experience for yourself. And one of the most important questions to ask yourself and to be aware of is, am I thinking of maybe harming myself because I'm feeling lonely? And if you are thinking of harming yourself, it's really important to reach out to someone immediately for help. And there'll be some resources at the end of this podcast that can help you with that if you are feeling lonely and you need to reach out to someone. The last feeling we'll talk about in HALT is tired. So tiredness and saving the best one for last. As HSPs, we often have a very intimate relationship with being tired. We're tired from working at jobs that drain us. We're tired from working on relationships that don't always fulfill us, families that need us, from interactions with people that struggle to understand us. And when we're tired, it not only affects our physical health and energy, but our emotional well-being too. And we're more likely to have self-defeating ideas, make unhealthy food choices, we're likely to move our bodies less, and maybe have more negative thoughts. And I know for me personally, and I'm sure you can probably relate how many of us have had sleepless nights where we're overthinking something that we've said or done, or that maybe we feel embarrassed about. 
or we wish we could go back and change, or maybe we're trying to analyze and dissect something that someone else said to us that hurt us and that we don't understand what their motivations or intentions were in doing so. And all of these things can make it even more difficult for us to get rest and the deep sleep that we need to be emotionally and physically healthy and to find joy in our lives. And chronic fatigue and insomnia is an increasingly serious problem. It disrupts our central nervous system, which makes it hard for us to concentrate, makes it harder for us to learn new things, and it makes us even more accident prone. And it's estimated that highly sensitive people can need anywhere from eight to 10 hours of sleep a day. So we need to start thinking about if you are tired, how can we incorporate more rest into our daily routines? And some questions we can ask ourselves: Am I getting good sleep? Am I getting deep sleep? Am I getting enough of this type of sleep? Am I giving myself breaks when I need them? What daily habits can I incorporate to make more time for more rest? And what things can I maybe start to let go of to make more time for myself to make sure I'm getting what I need? And how can I energize myself? The HALT method really is one of my favorite self-care tools because it is such a simple and effective way for us to just start to bring awareness to our daily lives. And when one or more of the areas of our lives are imbalanced, the more likely it is that we'll struggle to find the peace and calm that we need to really thrive as highly sensitive people. And I encourage you the next time you find yourself stressed and overwhelmed to just try to pause for a moment to think and reflect about what your needs are before you react to the situation around you. Are you feeling hungry, angry, lonely, or tired? And the more we start to ask ourselves these questions, the more our awareness increases over time. Don't forget to check the show notes for helpful resources from today's show. And you'll also find a link to download a list of the check-in questions that we talked about today. There are some great episodes coming up soon. In next week's episode, we'll talk about emotional hunger, what it is, what it means, and why it can be hard for us as highly sensitive people to fulfill our emotional needs. And coming up soon, we'll have a three-part series on how to get better and more rest as highly sensitive people. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of the good stuff. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for spending time with me here on the Highly Sensitive Healing Podcast. New episodes are released every Wednesday. And if you ever have a question or a comment or even an idea for a future episode, please feel free anytime to send an email or an Instagram message. All the links you'll need are in the show notes. And if you found value in this episode, please share it with a fellow HSP or someone who cares about them and wants to learn more about what it's like to live as a highly sensitive person. 